Over the years, I've become less and less critical of musicians, singers, and artists, and non-musicians, non-singers, um, who just enjoy participating, uh, regardless of how they sound, because of how it makes them feel. And I know this isn't a popular thought for musicians and music lovers, but music is much bigger than a genre. It's much bigger than a sound. It's even bigger than the music business itself. When you think about its healing properties and, and uh, its ability to restore. And all of this without one music professional anywhere in sight. And so today, this podcast is for the non-singers. The not so talented. The one that everybody keeps telling to be quiet or hush. They never invite you to the karaoke events. You know who you are. This episode is for you. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys a little background just so that you understand how we got to this conversation here. When I was young, my first apartment was a studio apartment in downtown Seattle, Washington. And if you knew me then, you knew I was dedicated to music. It was definitely my life. I'd play organ and piano on the weekends, work in a music store during the week, come home to um, produce for local artists and work on my own demos. And um, in my apartment, there was nothing in there but music gear, a couch, a small TV, and a VHS player, <laughs> and uh, very, very thin walls. Well, I came home from work one day and I was about three, I wanna say three months away from inking my very first professional situation. So I get home and I'm excited and ready to record. And as soon as I put my headphones on to record my vocals, all of a sudden I hear something in my headphones. And I'm like, wait a minute, what is that? That's, I didn't put that in the track. So I stop, I listen. And it's my neighbor who was wailing away on the guitar and singing loud to the top of his lungs. I mean, it was really, 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 really bad. I mean, I, I would almost want to ask the guitar if it wanted to press charges because that definitely wasn't consensual. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. So now I can't record because I'm picking him up in the, in the microphone. So I just sit on my couch, a little frustrated, but I'm just sitting there and just kind of hoping that he'd hurry up and finish. And while I'm sitting there, I just started to think, what makes a person who doesn't have a talent or gift in the realm of music obsessed with singing or playing loud and off, you know? And I asked that question from a very sincere, very curious place. I think most would agree that music pulls on one's emotions, whether in a good way or a bad way. It opens you up. And um, as a matter of fact, there was a time where certain musical chords were banned and called the chords of evil and simply because of how it made these people feel. And actually, on that note, I've had the privilege of knowing Joe Bashara. You know, he's the, the mastermind behind the music and the um, sound design for Insidious, um, The Conjuring, Annabelle, and a whole slew of horror films. And from talking to him, you would never even know that that's what he does. He's just that pleasant of a person. Um, but he's mastered how to pull those emotions. And there's clearly 
so many great things that um, music does. I was just reading an article, uh, I believe it was published by Harvard University, and they were talking about how playing music for uh, people with Parkinson's disease stimulated certain areas of their brain, which allowed them to become physically mobile. Very similar to Alzheimer's, where they actually were able to remember certain songs. But what I'm getting to is that life has taken us all on journeys, right? And there's been times for me where singing on key was the least of my concerns, whether it was pain or whether it was happiness. I just had a need to express myself in that moment. You ever been to a wedding and you see your white friends on the dance floor and they're just getting it in. They dancing and they're all offbeat and, you know, getting what they need. They don't claim to be professional dancers. They don't claim to know all the greatest moves. They're enjoying themselves. They're expressing themselves through dance. And they could care less about what you or I think about them because they have a huge sense of freedom. And I believe that same freedom should be given in music. And so I'll leave you with this. I'm not encouraging anyone to make an album. I'm not encouraging you to become the next household name. What I'm saying is, if you find yourself in the shower, in the car, if you're at a concert and your friends are telling you to be quiet, <laughs> your church sat you down and told you to never touch another one of their microphones, <laughs> you sit on that front row, you stand in that crowd, and you sing to the top of your lungs. Because what comes from that release is much more valuable than another person's opinion, taste, or preference. You see, they'll say make a joyful noise, but then tell you that your noise isn't joyful. Listen, I'm laughing, so your noise is definitely joyful to me. <laughs> Everybody's winning. <laughs> but if it brings you peace and brings you joy, if it comes from a place that has you feeling as if you can conquer whatever lies before you tomorrow, or if you simply just enjoy how amazing it feels to express yourself, you know, through singing or creating music, who are any of us to tell you to stop, you know? So um, as a seasoned musician, uh, someone who is very skilled at what he does, I say, <laughs> keep singing loud, Try to sing on key a little. <laughs> but if you sing off, it's okay. Your creator is pleased because it is a joyful sound. Have a good day. Make sure you subscribe, uh, share this, and uh, let me know your thoughts in the comments. Until next time, salut.